This is the Australian Hunting Podcast, hunting, shooting and fishing radio on the AHP Digital Radio Network. Visit us at australianhuntingpodcast.com.au. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Here's the host of the show, Jason Selms. Welcome back to AHP, the number one hunting, shooting and fishing podcast. This is our first ever snapshot segment, a new segment we have running here on AHP. So you might be asking where we came up with the name Snapshot, where the concept came from. For a while there, I've been thinking about getting more and more people involved with the show. And I guess I had a concept in mind about getting as many people as I can involved in the show, getting people on a show and discussing a particular topic. And I was bumming around for about probably about six weeks trying to find a name. Uh, I had many different names in my mind, including names like, you know, The View or What's The View or AHP, What's The View? And they all seemed, I guess, kind of gimmicky. And then I was talking to our first guest, Aaron from Shooting Stuff Australia, and he actually came up with the great one called Snapshot. And I thought that one sounds interesting. And it actually encompassed the meaning of the show quite well, which is basically uh, a snapshot of opinions. And what I wanted to do is actually get, say, two to five people on the show, each talking anywhere from about 10 to 15 minutes to discuss a particular topic and finding out each individual person's opinion on that particular topic. So for an example, it could be, you know, snapshot on registration. It could be a snapshot on hunting in Australia. It could be absolutely anything. And uh, I'm hoping you guys can come up with some particular topics if you're on Patreon Uh, hopefully you can give me some ideas of topics or if you're a general listener as well email me at australianhuntingpodcast at gmail.com because the people that you're going to hear on the show all have different opinions and this is totally totally awesome and that's why i decided to do the show i hope it comes off well and i hope you guys enjoy it Uh, i do have some other ones coming up for the future for snapshot which would could be sound bites of specific people's uh, radio appearances or it could be like audio from a video for example so there's definitely uh, lots to talk about and definitely a lot of avenues we can take with the new show so today you're going to hear first up uh, thought I'd get him on first because he was pretty instrumental in uh, helping me out with the new show that's Aaron from Shooting Stuff Australia uh, then we have Firearms Owners United James Buckle uh, we have our, one of our recent guests that appeared uh, on Straight Shooting Sean from the Sydney Militia and then finishing up we've got Brad uh, one of my awesome listeners who's been uh, very a lot very much a part of the show over the years he's been on a couple of times uh, on straight shooting uh, he was also a valid patreon member as well which is awesome and he was also the person that came up with the apathetic shooter intro segment uh, which is just totally totally great and i want to thank him for that and that's what i like guys that think out of the box and were able to uh, i was so surprised when he came up with the intro for the apathetic shooter segment on straight shooting man it feels good that people get invested in the show they love the show i want them to be involved in the show and if you want to be involved get in contact with me on facebook email me or go onto the website click on that contact icon if you had topics we should be discussing and today's first topic is going to be snapshot on social media posting now social media is a very very interesting thing uh, it's kind of an enigma sometimes you don't know where that invisible line is in regards to what you should or shouldn't be posting on Facebook. Sometimes you think things that you shouldn't be posting on Facebook and you're not sure don't really get any interest. And then things that you post on Facebook where you think, oh, this is not really major or it's not going to be an issue, all of a sudden things start blowing up and it really is hard to tell and it really is hard to navigate. We have people 
um, overseas committing suicide due to threats on Facebook. It really is an interesting time for social media. So I thought I would chat to people about that social media posting, where the line is, what they think is appropriate, what's not appropriate. Are they going to continue to post on social media? And I guess what we can do in many ways to protect ourselves from the antis, but also to make sure we're giving good content uh, to people that support us on all avenues of social media. So I hope you enjoy the new show. There's going to be lots more of these coming out in the future. Like I said, if you've got any uh, positive criticisms or you want to get in contact with us and let me know some specific topics you think would be great to discuss. Um, this first show, a lot of people have different opinions on social media and uh, it's exactly like I thought it was going to be. Not one person on this show said the exact same thing as each other. There were a lot of varied opinions. We'll come back at the end and we'll do a bit of a wrap-up uh, about social media posting. And so I hope you enjoy the show. This is AHP episode 158, Snapshot on Social Media Posting. Fire up the grill. This is Jason Spencer from Hunt, Catch, Cook, and you're listening to Australian Hunting Podcast. All right, we've got Aaron from Shooting Stuff Australia joining me here on our, on our first uh, snapshot episodes talking about, you know, social media and posting on social media, photos and videos. Mate, you obviously you're one half of Shooting Stuff Australia. You make YouTube videos, been a few ups and downs, I guess, like all of us on social media. It's been a few positives and negatives. What do you think about posting, you know, videos, you know, um, photos on social media? You know, we're seeing a lot of... Uh, all people from hunting and shooting backgrounds, you know, suffering from both the antis and people from their own side. So you think there's positives to posting up, you know, photos and videos on social media? Uh, I think it's, it's basically could be all positive. You're always going to get your, uh, your antis and your haters and just your basic trolls from all walks of life, from the anti-hunters to other shooters. You can't please everyone all the time. And we've definitely found that out uh, the hard way as well. Uh, we've had the uh, anti-gunners come after us over absolutely nothing and the media jump on the bandwagon. But I think if you go into this, you just got to expect this to happen. No matter, just not in the shooting arena. It happens to all uh, social media uh, personalities. They all get their haters and trolls because basically people just have nothing better to do with their time. It's a bit disappointing when other shooters uh, jump on the bandwagon and sort of like the mob mentality. Really, they one person says it, and they all then they all jump onto it. So we've we've caught we've caught people out on trying to be all friendly and nice to us, ask for friend requests on our personal uh, Facebook accounts, and been commenting positive comments on our pages. Then a day later, we see them on other shooting pages absolutely trashing us, and we have no idea why. Because one person says one thing, then they all jump on. I don't know if it's through, I just don't know if it's through jealousy or they because uh, they can't do what we do or I just have no idea. It's just, I think it's just people in general. Everyone's different and uh, some people just seem to like to have something to whinge about, I guess. Yeah. Do people, does it upset you when, you know, like your private life, you know, there's a lot of, as you know, we spoke, I think, what, last week about this. Um, you know, we watched that documentary, Women Who Kill Lions and, you know, I think there was two females on there. One didn't really care about the negative publicity. She said, you know, that she didn't care. She'd keep on posting where one of the other ladies, you could tell, especially throughout the, the movie, that it was really starting to affect her. And by the end of the, I guess, the, the, the filming, she chose not to be a part of it anymore and chose not to, 
you know, be a part of that uh, documentary anymore and stop posting on social media. So do you th- does it affect you? Do you not worry about it? Does it, does it annoy you when you see negative comments? I guess not only from the shooting side, which is probably the most disappointing, but what about the antis when they say things to you? Does it worry you? Uh, the antis don't bother me at all because you, you're never going to escape them. They're always going to be there. They're always going to do this. I, I don't know why. They don't just let us enjoy our sport. It's other shooters, it's a bit disappointing. It doesn't upset me as in it personally upsets me. It doesn't make me sad. I don't really care what other people think. But it's, a, it's disappointing, especially when other shooters come in and attack you for doing nothing or just enjoying yourself. Uh, I've never really understood that. I stand by all disciplines and all shooters. And I think most people in social networking should try and work together and help each other out and just try and get along. That's the way I've always seen it from day one. And so is Marty. He's, he thought he thinks the same way as me about that. Would you ever but stop posting d- anything online, you reckon? No? Nah, never. Never. It's enjoyable. We've... Uh, both Marty and I have had a, a time of our lives doing this show. We have so much fun. We meet some great people out there. Even going to the gun shop, we meet some fantastic people who just come and talk to us. And then especially online, we enjoy um, answering all the emails and messages. And we try and give advice where we know stuff. But if we don't know it, we tell them we, we're not too sure on it. We don't try and, try and um, bullshit them, basically. But we, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't really affect me personally. Uh, but I'm a very private person outside of it anyway. I've got a close circle of friends and that's about it um uh, so I, I i keep my personal life and my and the youtube side of it it's totally and utterly separate it's two totally different things to me so it doesn't really bother me in the slightest uh, if you're going to get into it you just got to know that everyone's going to uh, you're going to get attacked everyone will get attacked eventually by their own by their own kind and by the antis you had some obviously ups and downs on social media. Are you surprised about how things can blow up? We had the whole, what was it, the Sham Lee thing, uh, which was interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, are you surprised? I mean, I guess when you do things at the time, and it's something that's happened to me before on this show, where you say things and you think it's, or you do things or say things and you think it's, you know, not going to go anywhere or what, it, didn't, it didn't bother us at the time or it didn't bother me what I said, but then all of a sudden, you know, this Paul Farrell guy from the Guardians, you know, ringing you up, trying to contact you and, you know, but are, are you racist? Are you this? I mean, does it, does, it, does it upset you how things can blow up quickly? Oh, the only thing that bothered us was that he was hounding and he was trying to interfere in our private lives as well, going through all our uh, – he, he was a real rogue. That guy was just your downright typical dirty journalist. He was going through our private Facebook accounts. He was going – trying to contact people in our Facebook accounts – he was uh, blatantly just making up lies. When he first contacted us, he was asking us questions. So Marty talked to him because he's a bit more... He's a bit more, um, he's a bit more, he's uh, a bit more politically correct, is he? Or? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a bit more user-friendly towards those sorts of people. Marty just answered a couple of simple questions because, you know, first time this ever happened. We never thought it would ever happen to us. Within minutes, it, the article was out online and it all started. So he'd already written the whole story and he just going through the formalities of... We have to ask them what they think, sort of formality. But within oh, five, ten minutes, it was online. And then he started sending us emails and attacking us and going to um, our gun clubs and trying to get us banned from our gun clubs. But he obviously had, he was going to the wrong gun club. It wasn't the clubs that we belonged to. So in uh, the emailing us back and sort of taunting us like that, saying, oh, you only kicked out of your gun club. I've been talking to them. Well, I knew the president of, I knew the president of our gun club and he didn't even get a phone call. So he'd been phoning the wrong gun clubs up for a start and basically just, just um, lying to us about everything. And this went on for a while. He was just an absolute rogue. And then we fa- 
Yep, go on. I was going to say, do you ever think, you know, like when, when you post this stuff and you think, do you ever think sometimes, oh, my God, like I know I've thought that sometimes, I guess, is, is this even worth it? I mean, we're getting, we're getting crap from this guy, you know, like, you know, it's, it's, as you know, we're, we're not in massive million-dollar industries earning, you know, it's not our full-time job. So does it, do you ever think, oh, my God, is this even worth it? No, I've never really thought that because I, I really enjoy it. I have a lot of fun and Marty enjoys it as well. We both, we really enjoy going out filming it's like it's a big day out for us we have a lot of fun we try guns that we'll never get to try you know like uh, those rigby guns and neither of us could ever afford a gun like that we got to shoot it and it was something we can always say we've shot one of those guns and we've tried prototypes one-off guns look at the partis uh, we were given the partises six months before they're even going to be released to um to review so it's for us, it's the enjoyment of shooting. We're not in for it for money or fame or anything. That's never going to happen. The money is nothing to us. We don't get any really get any money from it at all, really. It's just about the pure enjoyment of it. So I wouldn't ever just throw it away for any uh, silly reason. It'd have to be something pretty major for us to stop. But no, it just yeah, the negativity from other shooters uh, is just something to be expected, really. It's just a part of the parcel, really. What about, you know, like... You watched that, I think you watched that video we are just talking about, the one on Netflix, yeah, you know, yeah. and some of these things people were saying. And thankfully, I've never had it go this far where they're saying, you know, you should be killed. And I think that one of the ladies hunted a giraffe. And, you know, we just saw one of these young females, didn't we, just overseas. She committed suicide over, you know, some yeah, pretty... Spanish lady, young yeah. girl, and she's only 21. What do you think about that? I mean, is that... They all seem to be um, big-time hunters, I think, by the, by the looks of it. The ones who hunt the big game, and that's always an emotional um, thing because antis don't find out the facts about big game hunting. They just don't find out the facts, so it's all emotional for them. You know, this big animal's being killed, but they don't know why or they don't know the facts about it and the benefits of it and you know, sustainable hunting. They don't want to know that, and they don't know that, and they don't want to know that. They just see a large animal, a giraffe or an elephant being killed, so let's attack them. And by the sounds of it on that show of the two females, it never really blew up to all that, um, that filthy act. Ricky Gervais got involved. Gervais, yeah. Yeah, Gervais. And he, um, as soon as he got there, because obviously he had a lot of Twitter followers, that's when everyone, the mob, like, like where we sit, on a very small extent, of course, um, the mob mentality. One person gets involved, then other people just follow. So will you keep pushing the envelope? Do you think, you know, like it's always, you don't want to... You know, I don't, I don't I don't think we've really even really pushed the envelope. We're just two blokes having a bit of fun. And we don't go out there and try and cause trouble or anything. We just, we try and, we, see, we, we started out this on the pure fact that we don't want to be like anyone else. We don't copy anyone else. We, we, well, we try our best not to do what other people have done. And our format's totally different. You know, we, we just don't shoot paper or we just, uh, we try not to do a lot of talking. We just, it's just about having fun with guns and different sorts of targets and you know, the reactive targets we get. And yeah, we decided to do something just totally different because there's nothing like what we were doing in Australia. It's amazing how many people um, from overseas come and say, oh, I don't realise you could do all that in Australia. We thought guns were banned. And we get that. We get those messages quite a bit. So it's actually getting the word out because we've got a big, a big uh, following overseas. And uh, it's sort of getting the word out that hey, guns aren't banned in Australia. So in some way, the social networking is... Uh, benefit uh, in educating people from overseas that uh, we we do have guns in Australia and we can have fun with them. So to finish off, definitely definitely continue to posting on social media? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, we've got some great stuff coming up. Some uh, one-off guns and some uh, a lot of custom-built guns from people that we know in the industry. 
Uh, so, yeah, we're, we won't be going anywhere. That's for sure. Aaron joins me from Shooting Stuff Australia to give me his input on you know, posting on social media, videos, photos, and whether that affects us, affects people in general. So, mate, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Jason. Looking for outdoor equipment for your next adventure? At Aussie Outdoor Gear, you can find cooking equipment, camo clothing for kids, backpacks, camo accessories, and much more. We cater for your hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, and other outdoor pursuits with our unique product range. AussieOutdoorGear.com.au. Quality gear at affordable prices. All right, James Buckle, welcome to the show, mate, from Firearms Owners United, president of Firearms Owners United. Mate, social media, what do you think about social media, posting on social media? I mean, I think we've all had our fair share of, you know, issues on social media, some, a lot of positive stuff from shooters, sometimes some negative. What are your thoughts on social media in general? Well, firstly, I'd like to say thank you for having me back on the show. Uh, it's always a pleasure to come and talk to people, to a wide audience. Now, as you may or may not know, uh, my organization, Firearm Owners United, is a predominantly social media savvy organization. So when you're saying, do I believe that we should be posting on social media? Absolutely. Um, there is absolutely no excuse for not posting on social media, uh, getting your thoughts out there to a wide audience. More people are getting their news, uh, their information. Um, from social media, it's how they talk to their friends, their family, their relatives. Uh, they tag each other in relevant posts. It's such a fantastic way distribute, uh, disseminating information and also learning like sort of what the general public feel about certain things. Yeah. So I think I think the posting stuff to do with shooting, hunting, or pretty much any asset of firearm ownership on social media is 100% positive thing, and everyone should be doing it. Sometimes we think something's not going on. I had one just recently, actually, um, where you think something's not really major, but it, but it sort of ends up blowing up into something, you know, we may not have thought was an issue, say, at the time of posting it. I know that's happened to myself, but should we be pushing the boundaries of what we're posting on Facebook? Obviously, we just had just the other day, the everyone's changed over their uh, hunting photos on Facebook to the, you know, the one on uh, Peter, uh, uh, yeah. you know, um, Peter selfies or whatever it is for the people of ethical treatment of animals. Should we be pushing the boundaries on social media? A lot of people get, especially Australian hunters and the antis as well, actually get sometimes upset about the things that we post. Do you think we should be pushing the boundaries or should there be a line? And if so, I guess, what is that line that we should be should be looking at? Because I guess, as I said before, some things we think that might not be an issue turn into an issue and things that we thought, hey, there might be a major issue didn't really turn out to be anything. I think that where the line needs to be drawn, Jason, is where... It involves, oddly enough, uh, where it involves children. So generally, we should try and protect children from, I know this sounds very Helen Lovejoy, think of the children. Um, but, <laughs> um, well, that, that's, let's use a recent example, the tragic death of a six-year-old who was who shot, uh, shot herself in um, New South Wales with an unlicensed firearm. You know, the, the dad was brought out an AVO, he was in court the next day. You know, the body wasn't really even cold until you had Greens MP, uh, David Shrews, calling for further restriction of firearm laws. If our adversaries, and that's what they are, our adversaries politically, uh, culturally, they are opposed to us. If they want to take that sort of moral standpoint, I'll let them do their mental gymnastics over there. But I'd hope that no one else from our our side of the court wouldn't stoop to those levels. Um, as for as for the Peter thing and posting things in general, sometimes it's good to go for a shock factor. But you know, it's it's there's no general there's no general rule. It has to be a case by case basis. For the most part, our our, our way of life is, is under attack. We can't just be 
reactive. We need to be proactive. We need to do stuff that's going to get attention so that when people talk to us, we go, well, have you considered this? Have you considered our point of view? Because as you know, our point of view doesn't really get much airtime in the media. And when it does, it's only very, very condensed. So I, I believe that we should always be looking for opportunities to make a name for ourselves in a positive way. Um, some people, even from the same side, might not see it that way. But as long as the justification's pure, um, there, there should be no issue with it. Yeah, and we, and we post things on the internet, you know, like <clears throat> we I just watched that show on Netflix just the other day, Women Who who Kill Lions, and it was quite interesting and opened my eyes to a lot of different things, especially on social media, but especially in, in regards to big game hunting. Now, I think as long as it's done right and done ethically, I've got, I've got no beef with it whatsoever. It's just another form of hunting. It doesn't matter which animal it is, provided it's done properly, no problem. But then also, too, people tend to get upset when, and I don't agree by any stretch of the imagination with death threats, obviously, because that's just, yeah, you know, a low act. Not only that, it's criminal. Exactly, and exactly, and but we also too we are posting on the internet. So if we are posting on the internet too, we also open ourselves up. I guess that element of society that hate hunting and would frankly probably wish to see us dead. You might say. So where do we? You know, where? How do we navigate that appropriately? If you're prepared to put photos of you enjoying your passion online, the same way that people who do like motorsport, scuba diving. Uh, fishing, which, when you think about it, is a form of hunting. Uh, even paintball and, you know, in other countries, airsoft. If they can put that stuff up and open themselves up to criticism of someone going, oh, you might crash that car. You might drive scuba diving. Oh, no, that fish, like, has friends. It shouldn't be food. If you're willing to do that, you need to be prepared to essentially defend your hobby. It's a sad reality of life. But if you're willing to put yourself out there, you should be proud enough to do so. And if someone says, you know, you shouldn't be doing this, just say, it's none of your damn business. You know, this is what I do. This is my passion. I'm conducting myself in a lawful manner and I'm conducting myself ethically. It's none of your business what I do in my spare time. If you want to continue to escalate this, then block them, get rid of them. You know, if you feel you know, ever weighted down, if you've put up, let's say, for example, you went over and, you know, shot a giraffe or something, or you were involved in a Brumby cull or something like that. And people started having a go at you. It got to the point where people were sending you death threats. Don't ever feel overwhelmed. You, there, are, there are hundreds, thousands of people within the community who will always have an ear for you, who will always be there to talk to you. Reach out to your friends. Reach out to your shooting fraternities. Reach out to your family. We are a, we are a large block. We all intersect with each other one way or another. Don't let it get to you. If it does get to you and it keeps pushing and pushing, if, if you really feel like the best way of taking you know, evidence that you're enjoying yourself offline, so be it. I mean, if that if that's what you want to do, that's fine. It's it's At the end of the day, it's up to you. But don't ever succumb to threats. Don't ever succumb to pressure from people who really don't care other than the occasional Facebook comment. Um, these petty virtue signalers really have nothing to offer you or your lifestyle. So don't let it bother you. Don't let it worry you. It's interesting, isn't it? I, you know, there was that Dutch, I think, I can't remember which country was from just a couple of weeks ago, uh, the, yeah. the girl who took her life, which is sad. And I, I, I thought about it and I thought this is a great topic for the, for the first show that I, I'm going to do on, on social media posting. And I, I understand how sometimes, I mean, like negative, like anyone says something negative about my show or you know, probably like Firearms Owners United, sometimes you can, you know, you can take it to heart, but people taking it so much to heart that they're killing themselves. I mean, that's a tragedy. I didn't, I don't, my eyes to think that I didn't think people were so affected by those types of things, even though it's electronic media, how much it actually affects people and makes them do things such as what we've seen, you know, over the last, you know, couple of months with people killing themselves in regards to, you know, hunting and posting their stuff on social media and taking these threats seriously and really letting it affect them. 
Well, I suppose it doesn't help when you've got big name personalities such as Ricky Gervais essentially encouraging his little personal army of uh, social rejects to start attacking people for their lifestyle. Uh, look, it just goes back to what I've said before. If you are putting yourself out there, don't let it get to you. If it does get to you, take a break, come back, talk to your friends and family. Don't go out there so alone. You are never alone. There are thousands and thousands of people who are willing to uh, listen to you and take your side. Focus on the positives. Forget about the negative Nancys who want to come there and leave a comment thinking they're clever going, ah, oh, this stupid girl posing with a giraffe, she should just kill herself. You know, within the next 30 minutes, that person probably would have forgotten you've existed. If it's affecting you to the point where you're considering taking your life, you really need to, as I've said before, like branch out to your friends and family. It is tragic. You know, we see it with other things as well, not just shooting, but you know, it's classic high school bullying. Don't let the bullies win. You can't let the bullies win. When you, obviously, we've all, n- none of us are exempt from it. We've all had it on our page, whether it's other shooters, whether it's uh, aunties. Has, have you ever let it affect you personally or Firearms Owners United? Uh, not from an organisation point of view. I've looked, I've grown a lot more distant from a couple of friends, particularly over views on self-defence. That's that's life. If if people aren't willing to conform to the harsh realities of life and understand that other people have opinions, so be it. <laughs> I've got. Uh, we, we do like, see like a lot I of said, that. Like, like I said, like I've, there's thousands of people out there who are more than willing to take your side. Surround yourself with people who ag- agree with you. Mm. But at the same time, don't let yourself become surrounded by yes men. Always challenge other people as well. It's interesting. I, me and Mario, Muz, my other co-host, were talking about this a lot. And you know, people are very thin-skinned these days. If you say something about someone you know, I like or that's my friend or it's uh, – you know, they, they really just – you probably had that too. They just you know, take their bat and ball and go home and can't handle just some honest debate between – you know, different people and, and, and often, you know, give up friendships in the, even in the hunting and obviously shooting fraternity. Like you just said, you probably had people that disagreed on self-defense and, you know, maybe those relationships, they couldn't handle that and, and the relationship either stales or, or doesn't continue to exist all over. We had a difference of opinion. That's all. I guess you find out who your real friends are at the end of the day, um, who your real supporters are, the people who are willing to stick around and listen to you. They might not agree with everything you say 100%. But, you know, you should still be able to have a healthy debate. Um, like me and my housemate, for instance, you know, we don't agree on certain things 100% of the time. But why focus on those things when you can focus on the things you do agree on? And it's sad. And, you know, if you if you are listening to this and you've had friendships evolve over, you know, hunting or, you know, whatever political opinion even, um, particularly in the coming days leading up to the Bobsit, um, yeah, just don't let it get to you. Just focus. Focus on the good and what you can do uh, to make the world a better place. Jeez, I sound like a bloody motivational speaker right here, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so to finish off, so FOU won't be you know hiding away any time in the near future from their social media following and posting? Absolutely not. And I suppose a bit of an update um, just on political ongoings. Uh, we've been talking to, I can't reveal exactly what party it is, but rest assured that they are one of the parties who will be providing a candidate for the New South Wales Cootamundra by-election. And, um, you know, they we've had some input on their firearm policy, which is changing for the better, which is good. It gives more people options. And, of course, we'll be campaigning physically and at a grassroots level throughout the electorate as soon as we legally are able to. This is a 40-day period. Is it one of the three up. major uh, shooting parties, or is it, is, it, is it more of an unknown? No, no, Come on, drop no. it on us, James. Drop it on us. Nah. I can't, I can't, it's uh, non-disclosure <laughs> sort of stuff, but, That's all right. you know, I'm sure, like, if I said, you know, they're reasonably conservative, I'm sure that would uh, 
provided little guess as to which parties historically have mm. gone to the by-election in that area. All right. Well, mate, thanks for your input on social media, posting on social media. I think this is something hopefully we can do again in the future. We've got a lot of topics coming up for yeah, this absolutely. show. So, all right, James Buckle joins us here on AHP. Snapshot to talk about posting on social media. James, thanks for your time. I appreciate it again. Thanks. Cheers. Are you looking to buy a new or used firearm? Do you want to sell that safe queen to fund your next purchase? Then go to OzGunSales.com. We have over 200 registered firearms dealers Australia-wide and thousands of shooters using the site daily. There are over 2,500 firearms listed, so you're certain to find exactly what you're looking for. We have over 50 years of firearms industry experience, including 8 years online. So why wouldn't you advertise with us? The one and only genuine original OzGuns. All right, we got Sean from the Sydney Militia joining us on the show, our first ever snapshot talking about social media, posting on social media. Sean, mate, thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me on again. How are you? No worries, mate. For people that didn't recognise, we had Sean on uh, our straight shooting show previously before. Mate, tell us about uh, you know, posting on social media. I know you've got your own page. What do you th- yeah. first, first off, I guess, what do you think about posting on social media? You reckon it's a good thing? You reckon it's a bad thing? Or Yeah, I, I, um, I like it. I, I fully approve of it. Um, I think if you can use it, you should. Um, I, I recently moved, uh, so like uh, nobody, I think maybe six people know where I live at the moment. So I, I feel quite confident in posting um, pictures on Facebook and, and stories and stuff like that on YouTube um, without you know having any um, bad re- repercussions. I also like the fact that we're using sort of the the enemy's weapon against them. You know, like their surveillance tools and stuff. And you're if you create your own Facebook page and stuff like that, and you you put out pro gun stuff, you're actually you know helping to fight against that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and we, we shouldn't be ashamed as gun owners. We should not be ashamed. Being in the dark is, is pretty much what's got us into this situation and, and thinking like we've got to, you know, feel guilty about being a gun owner. I think I say we'd be loud and proud. Do you think there's a fine line, you know, posting certain things on Facebook? I think we've all posted stuff on Facebook, even me and yeah, a lot of other pages yeah. where we've either gotten grief from you know, anti-gunners or even uh, from our own. Uh, shooters in the shooting community. Do you think there's yeah. a, a line between what we should be posting and what's acceptable? Or yeah, the the line is whatever's legal. You know, there's going to be stuff that's in good taste and stuff that's in bad taste. But I mean, you're never going to um, appease everybody. You know, um, one one of the things that I do like about social media though is that um, we pro gun people are starting to find each other. You know, like I've met tons of great people online. I'm sure there's people out there that have disagreed with some of the stuff I've posted. But um, you know. A funny story as well, too. Uh, I had somebody say to me uh, a while ago, uh, how can you get credibility by posting stuff like that online? And I actually get a good portion of my Cat D work from uh, my, my Facebook page. Um, you know, I've, I've just four weeks ago, I met up with another uh, Cat D owner, and we're actually going out uh, this weekend. So, you know, like for me, it's, it's working out really well. What about, interesting, you know, a lot of people, you know, get, especially from aunties, you know, we've seen yeah, a lot of different things yeah. on Facebook, people posting, especially hunting photos generally, gun photos not so much, uh, you know, getting yeah. death threats and stuff like that. I mean, not even that. We'll go to that part in a minute, actually. But do you care yeah. when people get on Facebook and may say things you know, bad or negatively towards you? Does that bother you? Do you see – because you know, I was aware of this whole big thing about, yeah, I knew people were being threatened on, you know, uh, social media, yeah. uh, whether people are going to go through with that or not, I guess that's not the point. But a lot of people, that's really affecting mentally a lot of people, especially a lot of hunters. Do you see the difference between in person and online? Yeah, of course. When, when you're online, like, I mean, you can say anything and you don't have the repercussion of being punched in the face. 
You know what I mean? So a lot of these people will get online and they'll be able to shitpost basically and, and there's no repercussions for them. And I mean, you, everyone's allowed to have their opinion, um, but I, I draw the line at like doxing people or, or, you know, physically sending them threats because that's just retarded. I mean, everything online's recorded, you know, like, so why would you go out of your way? Especially if you're a gun owner, if you post a threat online, you're going to lose your gun straight away. Yeah. And what about people that, you know, like, might threaten not you but other people on Facebook because of their hunting photos. You know, they're saying, Oh, we're gonna kill you, your kids should be killed. I mean, does it has it ever mentally weighed down on you at all? Ever be not being I'm not saying you're necessarily being threatened, but has someone ever said something really bad? Does does online people if they give you negative feedback, whether it be aggressive feedback, whether it be just negative feedback, does it does it bother you mentally or not really? No, no, I've got a bit of a thick skin and I look at it like a sport, you know, like I I guess I was a pretty massive troll um on, online myself so i mean I, I can roll with the punches pretty well and a lot of the people who come and troll me we end up like having a laugh and a joke towards the end of it mm. what about people you know that like you might threaten yourself or you i'm not sure if it's ever happened and you can let me know if it ever has happened but threaten you or your family do you do you, t- do you take that seriously do you not take it seriously does it weigh on you mentally not really yeah yeah well i've only ever had one person actually sort of threaten me and try and dox me and that and that was a, a, a green supporter and he's actually the uh the Greens candidate for down near Canberra somewhere now. I actually put a post up online. So, I mean, pretty much the only one that has, has ever, I guess, tried to threaten me in, in uh, I guess, a semi-serious sort of way was was one of these aunties, you know, and that seems to be a common theme with a lot of these posts online. You, you get a, a lot of these anti-green, um, anti-gun people that get on there and they see people posting pictures of, you know, an animal that they've shot and they have no idea. And, and to me, it's a culture war, you know, like and, and we're going to win. These people are so stupid. All we have to do as pro-gun people is open our mouths and we make them look like idiots. So, mate, you were talking about before about, you know, the, the line being legal. Now, I guess that's yeah. interpretation for me and you and everybody in the shooting industry, but there seems to be a lot of different lines for a lot of different people. And it's very, Have you noticed it's, it's kind of very hard to please, you know, please everybody? Yeah, yeah. Even from, yeah, both, yeah. Even from both sides, you know, whether it's anti-hunters or even whether it's shooters going, well, why are you posting that? You know, you might have had some negative publicity, say, about shooting Category D firearms, yet, you know, I see people online that... You know, they, they might be hassling someone about their Category D firearms, then you look through their photos and they're over in America shooting an AR-15. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, in my opinion, there's, there's not enough Cat D stuff online. Um, like when I first got my um, – uh, before I got my Cat D, sorry, pretty much the only stuff online was uh, Steve Lee, and I felt like I was starved for info. So, like, I, I fully support putting everything online. And, I mean, it's going to get to – like, pe- people are going to be morally opposed to anything, like I was saying before. So, I mean, so long as you do it legally, then there should be, should be you know, no no problem with it. And and I think Category D owners um, actually have a unique position. They, they should be there to help and inspire other shooters, you know, and, and help promote guns in a positive way. And I actually I just saw a, um, uh, the first review of the WFA, oh, sorry, the, the Wedgetail uh, AR-15 go up online the other day. And, and I give kudos to that guy for, for having the guts to get on there and get in front of the camera and, 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 and show the people the type of firearm that the AR-15 is being um, made in Australia. But we had, we don't want to go into specifics of which people and stuff like that, yeah. but, you know, there's people online where they, you know, have posted things online. I mean, we'll, we'll say one of them, like, and I've had a chat with him before, which is, so it's fine, yeah, like the Adler shotgun, you know, like, oh, hunters are all up in arms saying, well, if that hadn't have been, you know, put online, we wouldn't be going through this Adler ban, but, I mean, shouldn't we have a right to be able to sell our products and, you know, and, and, serve, and services? Yeah, look, if if it hadn't have been posted online anyway, they would have went after it anyway. I mean, they they they, they had the the. But some people don't the, believe that. That's the thing they think. Oh no, it would it would have been left alone? I mean, I guess we'll never know. I don't think it? so. I, I don't think so. I think they had um they 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 had the result, and they then they found the crime to fit it. 
you know, I mean, they've, they've tried to do this before with the handguns and all that sort of stuff as well too. So, I mean, the Adler was just, the, I guess, the sacrificial lamb. What about people, you know, you, you probably seen it a couple of months ago, there was, you know, young female, not even that, probably a couple of weeks ago, actually, young yeah. female, you know, they're getting hate online and they kill themselves. I mean, that's just stuff I didn't realise it was that serious. I mean, I know people get death threats, but yeah. well, I guess I've never really, well, I, don't, I think I've had it one time, but I just, man, I shrugged it off. And, you know, it's yeah. interesting how those sort of things really weigh down on people. Well, everyone's going to take it a different way, you know what I mean? But, like, um, I mean, you can always go and um, just, you know, get offline or ban those people. I mean, I know with the bigger pages and you, you, Facebook, you can get drawn into it pretty pretty well. And if you've got, you know, half a million subscribers, it might be, you might feel obligated to do posts every day or something. But, I mean, if you're getting that much hate, just give it a rest for two weeks. You know, like, I think it's a pretty, like, no matter what happens, once you take that step, there's no, no coming back. No matter how bad you feel up to that point, you can always there's always a chance of reversing it, you know. So it's, yeah. it's a hard call, mate. Also, too, I notice people, a lot of people online, especially if they're anti-hunting, it always comes back to you know Port Arthur, and you know because we love firearms, you know, we 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 must be you know either guilty guilty of Port Arthur or guilty by association because we love firearms and we're made to we're made to feel bad. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's bullshit. Basically, you know, like. Politicians and the media and stuff like that—they they, they don't get to create reality. They're, they're not our masters. They're actually our employees, basically. And the the collective guilt of 1996 no, no longer applies, in my opinion, to um, uh, firearms and, and firearm owners. And a lot of the younger guys weren't even born in 1996. And they're, 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 I see them when I used to work at the range. So you would come in and go, "Why can't I have an AR-15?" You know, and it's a valid question. Like, you know. Um, I think as a nation we've moved on and, and I'm willing to go on the record today to say that come the 30th anniversary of Port Arthur, I fully believe that we'll have semi-autos back on the menu. Big call, big call. It, I, it is I a hope, big call. I hope you're right, I hope you're right. Well, you've got to dream big, you know, to, to win big, so. There's people out there, as we know, saying, you know, we shouldn't have them. That's a whole different uh, podcast. But what would, what advice would you give to people posting posting online and posting up their hunting photos or their, their shooting photos? Any, would you give them any particular advice? I'd say I'd say go for it, and I'll, I'll give you like um, I guess my situation is probably a little bit unique because like I said, not many people know where I live, so I don't live in fear of, of any sort of repercussions or anything like that. Um, but when when I used to I used to work at one of Sydney's largest ranges and um, part time, and I used to st- talk to people there, you know, maybe eight or ten at night. And just the other day, I put a post up about the the Desert Tactical Arms one that got got um, uh, banned, and it reached nearly fifty eight thousand people in four days. Now, when I used to talk to people back before I left the range, like they, um, maybe one out of 20 people had knew, knew about the, the resembles a military firearm clause. And now 58,000 people have seen this one post that I've done four days ago, you know, and it's just, it's, it's just amazing. Like the power of social media. I don't think that the, the firearm registry can compete with that. Like people are starting to wake up in my opinion. And, and we're already sort of starting to push the, uh, push the laws. Like you've, you've got, had the OFA one, the WFA one, we've got the speed line in New South Wales, the speed line shoddy. So, so people are starting to come back and say, why can't we have an AR-15? There's, there's no reason why. If we're a legal licensed firearm owner, why can't we have a, a laws like in New Zealand or Canada? And a lot of people say, you know, when you post, I've seen it not, not just, well, not on your pages specifically, just in general, people posting Category D, oh, you know, if you're posting that, the antis, are, this is coming from other shooters again. Like, it just seems to, it seems the line always, at least according to the, yeah, the fuds you might say, or even the antis, that that, that <laughs> yeah. lines always seem to be changing. You shouldn't post this. You shouldn't. But what can we post? You know, where is there a is there a specific you know uh, framework we can we can you know abide by that doesn't upset people? Apparently, you know? well, you, like I said, you're never going to please anyone. And at the end of the day, that's Stockholm syndrome. That's 
people that have been so badly beaten back in 1996 that, that, that don't have the dream or the ambition or, or the will to, to fight anymore, you know. And I was at the range the other day and I was, I was shooting the AR and um, I noticed one of the range officers there was going and, and was talking to some new shooters a couple of days down. He's gone, nobody needs an AR-15. You only need that if you're shooting from a chopper, you know, if you're shooting mobs of pig, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, when he walked off, I went over to the guys and said, listen, I'll, I'll just take what that guy said with a grain of salt because there's many reasons why someone might want an AR. You know, you could be a collector. You might want to shoot three-gun. You might enjoy the ergonomics of an AR-15. You wanted to shoot it on a bench rest. You know, you might want to take it into the bush and shoot pigs. But it's not just people who shoot from helicopters. Mm, do you reckon you got through to them? Uh, well, I got a couple of nods out of it. But, I mean, the point is these guys were new shooters and, and they, they should have the, you know, the spirit of, you know, of the fire of freedom and liberty burning in their hearts, not 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 have, oh, yeah, no, we can't have that. Don't even bother trying to get that, you know. Like, that's that's the wrong attitude. That's a defeatist attitude. You're doing the work of the Greens Forum already. So you reckon the Sydney Militia will keep posting on Facebook and, and keep uh, their social media presence going? Uh, yeah, so long as, um, so long as they don't come and arrest me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Uh... Sean from the Sydney Militia joins us here on AHP to have a chat about uh, you know posting on social media. I guess the importance of posting on social media, and uh, I guess some of the positives and negatives that come with that. Sean, thanks for your time again, man. I appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for the call. Would you like to advertise on one of the most tech-savvy mediums on the internet? Then why don't you advertise with us on the Australian Hunting Podcast? If you have a product or business that you would like to promote, then we would love to hear from you. Become one of our partner advertisers by calling Jason on 0425 881 967 or email australianhuntingpodcast at gmail.com. All right, talking with Brad Page here for the Snapshot, our new episode. Brad, mate, welcome to the show first. Brad's one of our uh, Patreon supporters, been a long-time supporter of the show, which is awesome, uh, and also provided uh, the intro to the Apathetic Shooter segment on our Straight Shooting podcast. He's been a, a part of the show before, so I thought I'd get him on to have a chat about uh, posting on social media. He's only got his personal account, so I wanted to get someone's opinion on uh, that doesn't have like full social media accounts you know, in hunting and shooting to have a chat more about uh, social media posting. Brad, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me on, Jason. Um, pleasure to help you out. Good, man. Social media posting. There seems to be, we know the aunties, obviously, you know, they're not a big fan of us. They say some interesting things and, you know, some really sort of, you know, things that are actually quite disgusting to, you know, people in the shooting and, and hunting community. Do you think there's a line when posting on social media? Oh, that's a bit of a tough question to answer that. Um, do I think there's a line? No. The, the general public might perceive that to be a bit differently. Um, I'm, I'm quite happy to see people posing with, uh, with with their kill and and being proud to show that they're a hunter. But I know there's certain people in the the community who don't like the blood, who just absolutely hate seeing what to, what these hunters are doing to to animals without fully understanding the issue. So for me personally, I don't think it's an issue. I love seeing these photos, but maybe perhaps to be more, oh, what's the word, to be better tolerated, not tolerated, but more accepted from the wider community, we might perhaps have to look at how much of the graphic material we're posting on social media. Yeah, absolutely. What about, you know, we had people overseas, you know, obviously people, you know, I would say bullying, but saying some really bad things to hunters. I just watched a 
uh, a show on was it on Netflix called uh, Women Who Kill Lions. It was interesting because one of the girls said, you know, that she didn't really care. She's going to continue to post on social media. Yet the other female that was on the show that I think grew up in, uh, or she was on a farm in Wyoming or Montana, you could notice, or you see throughout the show, she was getting getting more and more stressed and dishevelled, I would say, more as more as the show went on. And towards the end of the show, they did say that she no longer wanted to be part of that uh, documentary and she, and she wasn't posting on social media. They were threatening to kill her kids and stuff like that. So, And we've got people committing suicide too, which is quite sad. A young lady, what, about a month ago or so, maybe less, you know, overseas committing suicide due to online threats. I mean, have you, have you ever had any issues with anything you've posted and, and, and online threats? And if so, how did it make you feel? If anything, did, is, is there a, a, a difference between, I guess, verbal in person and also, I guess, social media attacks from, I guess, the antis? Does it make you feel any different? Are they both, are they different? Um, I've, I've been personally threatened. Um, I don't generally post photos, um, but I, I'm not, backwards and coming forwards in my beliefs and I'm quite quick to step in and, and defend someone if they're being harassed by the antis. Um, I have been threatened. I have changed my name on Facebook for that reason. Um, it wasn't just they were threatening me. So I Come at me. I don't give a shit. We, we'll, we'll handle it. But they were saying things about my family that I have no idea how they knew. They, they knew who my mum worked for at the time. Uh, they knew the suburb I lived in, which... I had no idea who this person was. This could have been anyone. So for me personally, I changed my name. I blocked that person on Facebook. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've personally been a victim of it. Not fearful for myself, but fearful for my family. Most of the antis, um, this is a gross generalisation, but generally portray themselves to be, I think, caring and loving. But that's generally not the experience I've had with them. It can be a little bit scary, some of them, and, and what they're threatening to do. Yeah, some not people good, it seems to good. roll off their back, doesn't it? But yet... Other people really, really take those comments to heart. I'm quite surprised, really. Sometimes I've, you know, posted. I mean, I just posted uh, one yesterday, for an example. You know, you know, on the show, I talk a lot about the killing of Jill Ma, raped and murdered. Now the guy was um, uh, stabbed in jail. Adrian, Ernest oh, Adrian Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was stabbed in jail, and I said, "Well, you know, great, great news." And oh, I'm promoting vigilantism. So, how do you please everyone on social media? This is the thing I find. I've never really had. Well, I have, I've had one, actually. No, I had two, just one, actually, about a month ago. Um, some unknown person on Facebook, obviously a fake name, you know, saying, did I feel like a champion killing? And I've never saw this person before, never met them or anything like that. A lot of shooters been people posting stuff on Facebook, you know, like when the Adler happened, for an example, um, what we should be posting in regards to our firearms. If we stay hidden in the, the shadows, well, they won't come after our guns, so we should you know, hide away. What are your thoughts on that? To answer your first question, um you're not going to please everyone. I don't think you should even try. Um, you need to stay true to who you are and, and I guess make yourself happy. You're not ever going to please anyone. Um, that you mentioned um, the, the Adler video. That was quite an interesting, uh, I guess, a bit of a, a, sh- a shitstorm, that. As far as I could see from like, my own personal perspective, they were just trying to push their own product, which they are more than welcome to do, uh, absolutely within their right. And it, I wasn't disappointed in the anti-gunners. It was the shooters that I was more uh, more disappointed in, blaming Naya for then causing the Adler ban. I, I couldn't understand how they could draw that conclusion. They're just trying to sell a product that everyone knows they're in the business of trying to sell. And now suddenly they're causing shooters to lose their their rights even even further. I, I didn't really understand that, that correlation that they drew. It, it was an interesting sort of event that happened and I, I still don't understand why they're blaming Naya for doing what they do. It, it's sort of a, 
it's, I think that's one of the problems that we're having with social media. As a shooting community, it's kind of making us look bad. We're not focusing our attention on trying to get our rights back. We're focusing our attention on fighting each other. Social media, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's a relatively new, what's the word? Phenomenon, um, you might say? Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's relatively new in, in the grand scheme of things. And I guess we're not quite sure how to properly utilize it. it, it it's... It'd be an awesome weapon having our arsenal if we could just figure out how to use it properly and just stop pissing around and fighting each other. I, I think we could, you know, achieve more if we just focused on what we needed to do and and using it for how we probably should be using it, which is not fighting amongst ourselves and trying to spread facts and logic to the masses. Yeah, I even see some of the, and I won't mention any names now, but it yeah, could be, could be YouTube, could be Facebook. I mean, I see some just very tame things that are posted you know shooters getting getting upset with you know other shooters because oh we don't like what's posted on youtube or we don't like what's posted on your on your facebook account like and some of the stuff's quite tame i'm thinking like how do you, it's really difficult to please everyone isn't it and even some of the shooters obviously you know i mean the answer is you're really never going to please them anyway but it's finding out and i had this chat to several people obviously on the show previous to you about where that line is and how hard it is to navigate that line because a lot of people have got a lot of different opinions well, that's it. And um, the, I think it's a, a blurred line. I don't think there's any real hard line in the stand, so to speak. Constant, con- uh, sorry, constantly posting and, and copying feedback, either positive or negative, you can sort of work out where that line is. I think as a community, we're still trying to figure it out. Uh, prior to, to Facebook and social media in general, I don't think there really was a line. You're able to show your mates what you, you shot over the weekend or what you've been doing because these are people who understood and who, who accepted that, this is your hobby because they're in it too. But now we're posting it onto social media and into a public forum. We're still trying to figure out where that line is. And some people are perhaps taking it a little bit too far. Um, I'm not at all in favor of censorship, but um, it'd be nice if maybe perhaps they backed off a little bit of the, the gory graphic sort of photos. Some bloke who shot an awesome stag over the weekend posing next to his deer, not a problem. But I've seen photos of people who shot four, five, ten, I don't know how many foxes over the weekend and scalped them and had photos of foxes with their scalps missing. Now, I personally don't mind it, but I know there's a lot of people who would take issue with it. And I don't really think they're helping the cause by posting those sort of photos. Um, I, I do understand that with exposure comes normalcy, but that's perhaps not the way to go about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess when people post stuff on the internet, we do... And I'm surprised that people versus, you know, in person and electronic media, people posting things online. I guess we've got to be responsible, you know, for that content, you know, because people post their hunting photos online, which is awesome. I do it as well, but I'm not really, you know, someone threatens me. I just want me to block and delete and, 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 and I try and move on. You know, I don't try and give it too much thought where, as you know, there's been several people out there that have posted it. They're enjoying it, like uh, Ricky Gervais or whatever his name is, you know, posted some of those photos. Man, some of those women got absolutely bombarded with attacks and threats and you know, threatening their kids. And, I mean, it's just unbelievable. I mean, it, it's, it's such hypocrisy, isn't it, really, when they're attacking somebody and threatening to kill them for killing an animal i mean it's, i don't get it you know i don't get it but some of these women take this stuff seriously and they've they've ended their lives over it i just i find that just mind-boggling that people would do that and take it so seriously so what do you think those people can do eh, if they're a bit i guess mentally they're susceptible to a bit of criticism i'm i'm really not sure you know, should, should they not post? Should they not post? I mean, if they're not equipped with the skills, I won't say. And it's a sad thing. They can't feel like they can't post their joys on social media f- for the fact that they're going to be attacked by people. I mean, I find it disgusting. But you know, yeah, also, um, too, they're going to be responsible for what they, what they post. 
I'm, I'm kind of kind of torn on it. Um, I think you should remain true to who you are, and if that's what you do and that's what you love and enjoy, by all means, go ahead. But in the same token, you should be able to post and be true to yourself without being criticised and judged. As long as you're happy and you're not hurting anyone, I think it should be it should be okay. Um, but uh, yeah, like you said, I find it very hypocritical that these the, the lefties and the antis are all supposed to be peaceful and loving and they're defending the animals' rights, but they're the first to threaten to harm you, your family, to come and, and, and kill you. I think yeah, absolutely right. The hypocrisy amongst that that, that group is um, absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand where it comes from. What would Brad Brad Page change about social media, if anything? Geez, that's a tough one. Um, I'm not too sure what I would change. I, I like it as is. I like that you're open to to criticism if if it's deserving, and I guess you get it sometimes even if it's not. But I like that there's lack of censorship. I'm not for censorship at all. I don't know if there's too much I would change. Um, I would like I like how can I put this? I like that you're anonymous for the most part, or you can be anonymous. But I would like to think that if there are threats made against you, you would be held accountable. But then again, you're sort of leaning towards a form of censorship, which I don't support. So I'm a little bit torn and I don't really know what I would change to combat that. I'm not sure if you actually can. I'm, I'm really not sure, Jason. Yeah. I saw a guy the other day too, an interesting one. There was a guy that was they were fighting over. <laughs> it was on Facebook. Sometimes I get some really joys in the comments. It's great content for the Straight Shooting Podcast. But saw two people fighting over. One of them was on there fighting over. It was a YouTube video and um, about semi-autos. And then the next breath, the other guy goes, well, hang on, you're over in the States, you know, shooting, you know, shooting, shooting ARs. And, and you know, what, the hell's your, what the hell's your beef, basically? You'd be the first person to buy one if they became available in Australia. And then a whole subsequent, you know, conversation started out of that so it's interesting eh? when it happens in australia i mean we've got eh, we've got certain youtubers uh, australian youtubers that we've got here currently in australia that are doing uh, gun related stuff and then but compared to say then you know shooters get uppity about it but then on the other hand you know they're they're watching you know the fps rushes or demolition ranches and a few other people who like to have fun and enjoy their stuff as well and, and, and think that's great, but yet we do it and then they're on to us, you know, because I've posted some things on social media as well where you think it's not going to be an issue and it blows up into something serious and other things you think, oh, that could be a bit uh, not sure and then no one's interested in that. Go figure. Yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bag, but hit and miss. But I, I think you're right. The people that are the first to complain, um, I think you spot on. They'd be at the gun shop the next morning dropping down cash for a Ruger 1022 if it was to become available. Um, yeah, you're spot on. Um, I don't, I don't really get that either. Just because it's not for you, why should you dictate who can and can't access it and and judge them because that's something that they want to do? It's yeah. Social I, media. I, I, I don't get it. Social media. Hey? Posting. Hey, eh? it's a very. That's why I thought it would be great for a first topic. Very interesting to. Yeah, absolutely spot on. To hear different people's opinions on it and what they want to do, and um, you think you'd ever stop posting on social media, or you wouldn't look at it for you know gun-related content? Would I? What? Sorry. Would you? Would you not like stop looking at social media at all? Given you know being not saying not you're not being threatened, but would you ever stop looking at things on social media? So say like Facebook about gun-related items or reloading or anything. You think it's a great resource? Oh, I wouldn't stop. No, um, I think it's a fantastic resource. I think you, you, you Facebook and, and YouTube actually, um, I'm finding not just with with gun related things, but with, with most things, um, it's a great resource. I bought my house about 12 months ago, and I've referred to that quite a lot for tutorials on how to to do things around the house. So I'm repairing my balcony, and I'm looking tutorials up on that, and I built my workbench, and there's a whole bunch of uh, reloading videos on there if that's something you want to get into. So I think um, as a whole, it's a fantastic resource. And because of that, 
yeah, you're going to cop some shit every now and again, but I don't think I'll ever stop either posting or or referring to it. I, I think it's um it's too powerful at all to sort of give in to the negativity. Excellent. Brad Payne's joins me here on the Snapshot new series to chat about uh, posting on social media. Brad, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. The Australian Hunting Podcast is the only hunting, shooting and fishing podcast radio show in Australia. With over 40,000 downloads per month, you are sure to find some information that can help you. If you love hunting, shooting, fishing and a little bit of politics, the Australian Hunting Podcast has you covered. To listen, check us out on iTunes and visit australianhuntingpodcast.com.au. Well, there you go, our first ever episode of Snapshot here on AHP. Lots of different opinions. We're going to get lots of different people to contribute to the show. If you want to get involved in the show uh, or you've got some criticisms or that you like the show, please send us an email at australianhuntingpodcast at gmail.com or click on that contact icon on the website. If you want to support the show for as little as $1 to get all these podcasts in advance from general listenership, go to patreon.com forward slash AHP. I want to thank all the people that are on Patreon on that support me that's always appreciated so i hope you guys enjoyed this without further ado my name is jason selms see you on the next one you've been listening to an episode of the australian hunting podcast i hope you enjoyed it see you next time